Welcome to the Ford Marketing Podcast, the podcast that covers internet marketing strategies and leadership tactics to move your business forward with your host, Joshua Jarvis. Hey, and welcome back to the Ford Marketing Podcast. I'm Joshua. I am your host, and I am excited to be here for you guys. And um, just really so appreciate the support that you guys have given me over the last, well, year and a half. Um, or was it a year, maybe, I guess. It's been about a year and a half since I left real estate full-time and uh, started this podcast, uh, I guess, about a year ago and just really enjoy uh, doing it for you guys. Um, it's one of the things I've been trying to to make sure that I don't sell you anything. I don't want to come off as that's the reason for the podcast and just want to bring value. Um, and so if you enjoy uh, the podcast, if you think this brings a lot of value to you, wherever you're listening, unless you're driving, I don't want to uh, interrupt you if you're driving, just wait till you get home, I guess. Uh, but if you are listening to this anywhere and you can pull up your phone, I would love it if you gave me a rate and review. It just would be um, the reward for doing this. It's, it's uh, you know, having that sort of positive, positive affirmation, you know, really just, it would touch my heart really if you did that. So, um, Anyways, yeah, so I just would appreciate it if you did that. Um, Also, if you have questions or comments or concerns or anything like that, uh, please feel free to email me at joshua at fordmarketing.com. That's the number four, rdmarketing.com. And so last week we talked about the changes in LinkedIn, and we gave you nine tips on how to sort of uh, kill it with those changes. Um, And so you've got two LinkedIn episodes going deep on LinkedIn. Um, Also, I do have a class uh, on Skillshare on LinkedIn that I forgot to mention. Um, this is not a plug, it's not a commercial. Uh, if you are looking for a job and uh, or you want to improve your job ability, like the your job placement, and you want to leverage LinkedIn, I have a Skillshare website, I mean a Skillshare class for you. So um, it's actually, um, I need to update it because of the LinkedIn changes, but the techniques still apply. Because that's basically what I'm talking about, is strategy and tactics in that. Um, basically how to leverage LinkedIn to get jobs uh, at places like Porsche uh, social like a, and, and from the context of the actual class it's for like if you wanted to be a social media manager at Porsche what would you do on LinkedIn so uh, some great resume tips there um, I think uh, I can't remember if Skillshare gives it to you for free or something that's pretty pretty inexpensive uh, Skillshare is a pretty cool site because it's got Gary Vaynerchuk and um, Seth Godin on there and a bunch of others that you know you could you could buy a month membership or something and just really really go to town and then cancel it if that's what you wanted to do or something. So again, not a plug for Skillshare. Not not what I'm I'm not sponsored by them or anything. I mean, if they want to sponsor me, that'd be awesome. But that's not what that's about. So we went really deep on LinkedIn. So the point is is that we're um, I want to make sure that we cover all the different places that you can get amazing traffic. And one of those places was uh, that we covered was Instagram and had a good good uh, uh, response to that Instagram. If you haven't listened to it, go ahead and check it out. But basically how to maximize your Instagram account. Um, But Instagram's like older sister, if you will, is Pinterest. And I kind of dismissed Pinterest for a while because, um, you know, I'm kind of, uh, I don't know, male centric in my views, I guess. Uh, Maybe I need to uh, have some sensitivity sensitivity training or something like that. But um, just sort of dismissed it because it seemed like a a woman's site, to be honest. And I didn't really look at the, um, you know, the traffic or anything that was coming in off of it. But then I took another look at it. Uh, I think it was prompted by a sumo or um, uh, one of those 
sort of marketing blogs to say, hey, take a look at Pinterest. And what I found out was over half of Pinterest traffic is used to make purchases. So half the people on Pinterest are actually thinking about buying something. And if you think about it, um, when I looked at it before, it was like a hobbyist kind of website. But, you know, what do you have to do with your hobby in order to do the projects? Well, you got to buy a bunch of stuff. And so it's a great place to do that. Um, the basics. So if you're not familiar with Pinterest, um, you know, the other people that are, uh, you know, just kind of bear with me as I go over it just for every business owner. Basically, Pinterest is like a bookmark. It's just basically you're saving a link to that you liked on a board. Okay. So boards are like the, are come from that whole like, um, sort of metaphor, if you will, that of a cork board. And so in cork board, you'd put the stuff that you like on it, you know, your favorite photos, your favorite like notes, maybe letters, things that, you know, maybe a vision board, if you will, like things that you want to buy at some point. And so that's what boards are in Pinterest. And then pins are those things that you are saving. So it's pretty simple. Um, nothing super advanced. And so a board is just a collection of pins. That's all. And, um, you know, there's ways that you can, we're going to talk about ways that you can maximize that. But, um, you know, that's pretty much it. You go around the internet and you just say, oh, I really like this website. Let me save it. That's, that's it. Um, now that's what people do who aren't intentional, but we want to make sure you're intentional. So we're going to give you, uh, nine plus tips, keys, whatever. So the first one is, is that if you don't have a business account, go ahead and create one. Don't try to be sneaky or, you know, my, my daughter uses a word called sassy. Don't be sassy. Um, go ahead and, and don't try to fake it. Make, be, be real. Go ahead, be a business account. Because Pinterest is actually one of the places that they actually give you more tools if you're a business account, let you see analytics and things. And um, whereas like some of the other sites, you know, you, you, you actually try to pretend to be like a regular person even though you're a business. Uh, so go ahead and do that. Complete your profile claim your site. So it takes you through this process. It says claim your site. It's pretty easy. If you've ever set up uh, Google Webmaster Tools or anything like that, you can do this. It's pretty straightforward. It's like add a link, add a code, one of those sort of things, basically proving that your site is yours. And then you want to create boards. Now you need to create a bunch of boards for different purposes. Now, if you're going to use Pinterest on your own, then you can have your own personal boards. And uh, Pinterest actually gives you the opportunity to, keep, to make boards private or public. Uh, what I recommend is that you know uh, know yourself, sort of know your business inside and out and the audiences, what they want. So like if I was doing a real estate board, for instance, um, I would do uh, you know different kinds of topics. So I could do real estate market uh, and then I would post, uh, I would take bookmarks that talked about the real estate market. Now, no one would really look at that because no one cares about that stuff. Um, so I would do real estate trends, maybe kitchen trends, maybe um, uh, renovation trends. I would do uh, local things like the best parks, um, parks in the area, you know, or schools or activities or events or any of these sort of things that people actually care about. I would be doing that. So create these boards. Boards can be a topic. So that's actually one of your first tips. And so the tip is, is that when you make a, a, a board and it's for the purposes of business, uh, you want to use keyword topics, maybe like city plus keyword or like product or products or ideas. Um, so it could be um, an idea around retirement, like the best places to retire if you're a financial planner. Um, 
the best investments you can make, you know, those sort of things. So it would be investments, uh, retirement investments. Um, so different things. And as you get to use it, your first few are going to be really sort of square and stodgy and you're not, it's going to not going to make a lot of sense and it's going to have one or two pins. But as you start to do this, or you, if you hire someone to do it, um, it's going to make more more sense because the more stuff you pin, you just go back and rename it. Not a big deal. So the pins should be topics. I mean, the boards should be topics. The tip number two is think about your audience. Um, the audience is mostly female. So I was right in my assumption that mostly females use the website. So, um, so you know, just know that going in, you're, you're dealing with women. Now, the cool thing is, is that um, women are actually a more powerful purchasing audience than men. So uh, what I learned in radio, if you were advertising in radio, for instance, you wanted to talk to the women, particularly if you were in service and a service industry, you really wanted to talk to the women because ultimately, um, even though a man may make the decision um, outwardly, the woman is the one that makes the decision inwardly. So she's the one that says, look, you know, um, there's three real estate agents and I know my husband likes Bob, but um, Sally is the one that I want to use. Well, who do you think is going to get the business? It's going to be the one that the wife feels the most comfortable with. So, and there's some psychological reasons for that, but we'll just leave it there because we don't want to get on a soapbox um, and talk about that. So the audience is mostly female. So just know that going in. Um, wanting in, so uh, they all want info that's in vi- that's visual. So they're going to Pinterest for visual information. Um, so should you use a wall of text? No, you need to use visual images. I've seen some of the most successful Pinterest campaigns using images that have nothing to do with the topic. Um, and so just know that going in. So it's the same rules that apply to the Instagram apply to here. You know, as far as doing great videos. In fact... <laughs> this is a pro tip. If you're doing an Instagram campaign, just copy it over to Pinterest and boom, you've gotten more value out of that. All right. So a pin is uh, basically giving someone a unique and oh, wait, this is a tip. Sorry, I wrote it down and I'm reading my own writing. So all right, here's a pin giving someone a unique and actual review uh, of Instagram episode because that covers the same thing. I think I just said that. Boop, boop, boop. All right, so uh, so that was actually tip number three is just review your Instagram, uh, review our Instagram episode, do those Instagram tips, and then repeat them on Pinterest. So yeah, don't. So that's your your tip number three. Um, Pinterest is a vertical format. So number four. Uh, make infographics um, and you can use Canva for this. So Canva has a, um, a bunch of different templates and you can just select the, the Pinterest one and uh, make a vertical comment. So, I mean, vertical image. So in fact, what you could do is um, when you're d- doing your Instagram planning is you make the long form Pinterest uh, image and then do the square of that long form is Instagram. And then that way you don't have to cre- create two separate images. Um, and I made that up just now. So this is fresh, freshest marketing information you're getting right now uh, on on this podcast. That was like right on my brain right there. So, um, hey, if you want to send in your money, I can actually, I'll give you my address and you can send me a check for that if you like that idea. So, all right. 
So that was number four. Number five is um, making a pitch using multiple images. Now they did a test and the the test came back after, I don't know, thousands and thousands of images that they looked at that there's actually a 30% higher click-through rate when you use multiple photos. So let's say you were doing a weekly coverage of the best listings in town. If let's say you're a real estate agent, um, then when you do that, make sure there's multiple images of each house, if it's just one house, or multiple images of the different houses. So if you're doing like a kitchen makeover, um, whether you're a contractor, real estate agent, something like that, uh, make sure there's definitely more multiple angles in the photo. Um, you get 30% higher click-through for multiple photos. Now, I find that the multiple photo ones are hard to see because you know it's a vertical format, and so you don't usually get as much um, you don't get as much out of it. But in this case, uh, then like I said, the statistics prove out that that's the case. Now, number six is uh, the description. So, what do you normally do with a description? Pop quiz time, guys. If you're writing a description for something on a social network, what's something that you could do? I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Did you guys say use your keywords? Did you say call to action? Did you say hashtag? Did you say be real and authentic, but also go as long as they'll let you? Yes, yes, and yes. So on your description, you can put pretty much uh, all those things that you can on Instagram and all the things you could on LinkedIn and all the things that you can on, on Facebook. There's absolutely no reason not to duplicate these things all across the, all across the way. There's no reason for you to do extra work uh, if you don't have to. Uh, step number seven, or tip number seven, is video. Hmm, where have we heard about video? Hmm, guys, video is here to stay. You are in a video world. All right, so um, I almost wanted to cue that Barbie song, and I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Um, maybe if I got 100 reviews on iTunes, I would sing the Barbie song about we live in a video world, and I am a video. Anyway, so um, so here's that word again. So what you want to do with video is a few different things. Uh, one, you want to reuse the videos that you've already posted, uh, and you want to go back and listen to the episode I said, Future Proof Marketing. So it's, it's a video-based strategy, uh, absolutely free episode for you to have this strategy. And then uh, what you're gonna do is actually, you're gonna write a nice description, and then you're gonna link to the right thing. You can actually put a link in these descriptions. Uh, it doesn't necessarily count for any sort of SEO value, but you can put a link to it. So you wanna make sure you link to the right video and link to the right thing and make sure that the, the page that uh, the video that you're being linked that you're linking also has a description makes total sense there right all right so uh here is a pro tip for pinterest so if you've been listening thus far and you're probably like oh my goodness uh i am so tired of listening to these basic basic pinterest tips okay i got one for you i bet you haven't thought of this did you know that it actually makes a difference on where you pin these board, these uh, where your pins, what board you pin the pin to. All right, let me say that again. Uh, you want to here, here, here. Here's the deal. I'm trying to say some words and they're not coming out of my mouth. So here it is in sort of the best way I can put it. You want to pin that pin to the board that is the most relevant board. I'll say it again. You want to pin the pin to the most relevant board first. Okay, because it matters. It totally matters where you pin your pins, the order that you do it in the boards, you want to do the most relevant one first and then an order of the relevance. So 
you've got this great pin about um, this financial planning infographic article that you've got. And you've got three different boards. You've got a financial planning board, retirement board, and a um, you know investment board. But the infographic is specifically about retirement. What which, which board are you going to put it in? You're going to put it in the retirement board. Now, if it was about financial planning, you'd put it in the financial planning board. You could put it in all three boards. You could put that pin in all three boards. No no reason why you can't repin that thing over and over and over again. But the very first board you put it in is the most relevant. That's what Pinterest sees as the most relevant. So please do that first. All right. So uh, tip number nine is you want to unlock the power of groups. All right. So you want to, in order to do this, what you've got to do is first, you need to create your account. You need to create your boards and your pins. And you need to have a quality account. Um, Typically, you want to have maybe five, six boards. Um, which are five or six topics, and then you want to have pins inside of them, and say maybe ten pins in each one, and they got to be different pins. So, you know, it may take you a little while to get there, but you can also pin other people's content. Okay, so it's okay to do that. In fact, it's probably better to do that, so it makes it look a lot more natural. Then, what you want to do is search for groups. It's kind of hidden in Pinterest, but if you find a group. Um, you can look for groups that are focused on your niche or you can find a lot of bloggers, uh, blogger help groups and you're going to have to do it the old fashioned way. It tells you how uh, each group tells you how to uh, get an invite. They'll give you an email address uh, to email. So you have to do it the old fashioned way and email them that you want access to the group and they'll add you. And then all you have to do is make sure that you repin the pins. You follow the instructions, you repin their stuff and then you, of course, do yours as well. So that's the that's actually one of the ways to grow your following uh, in a really really big way uh, on Pinterest. Now the strategy for all this stuff I gave you all these different tips, but it's going to be completely useless if you don't do anything with it. And so the strategy for Pinterest is to make sure it's part of your weekly plan. So if you do any social media planning with your Instagram and all the other stuff, then just you know just do it then. Um, but if you are thinking about Pinterest as maybe one of your main platforms, maybe you are an e-commerce store and you sell women's yoga pants or workout pants and workout uh, accessories, and so you could do a whole bunch of boards that way, you could, you could live off of the traffic from Pinterest and Instagram if that was you. And so Pinterest, um, what you want to do is spend anywhere from five to 10 minutes a day just adding new pins and sort of cultivating your boards. That's pretty much it. You're curating content for the boards and those topics. So, um, so that's pretty much it. There, it's a wonderful. If you put your put some time into it, you will get traffic from it, uh, and you will generate leads. I've seen this across pretty much every industry. Did research before I decided to do the episode on Pinterest. I totally discounted it, and I'm having to eat uh, crow or whatever it is when you make a mistake, and. Um, and yeah, so so Pinterest is great. So this is one of the reasons why before I sort of also dismissed the idea of having a social media manager. Like, like really, I mean, I don't need to hire. I can I can get my you know get my kids to do that, post stuff on social media for me. I don't I don't really need someone. But then as I think about LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest and these other opportunities, you really really need someone who understands it. Um, so. That could be a viable option, depending on how big your business is. Um, you may want to look at that, but you also want to know what they do so you can hold them accountable. So that was kind of like a little mini episode, I guess, for people that I didn't intend to 
uh, go off on a tangent. So anyway, that concludes the episode. Uh, as always, if you have comments, suggestions, uh, anything else, please feel free to email me at joshua at forwardmarketing.com. That's joshua at 4rdmarketing.com. And I look forward to seeing you. Oh, did you check that out? I look forward as in forward marketing. Yeah, I just that just happened. So anyway, I look forward to seeing you next or hearing you uh, or just talking at you uh, next week uh, as we cover a, yet another growth hacking tip. I think we've got either uh, landing pages coming up or uh, or something else. But I wanted to have a growth hacking summer for you. So it's going to be a growth tip. So anyway, tune in next week for that. Thanks for listening.